Hello, baseball fans. This week's podcast is brought to you by Blackmore Entertainment Group, a full-scale promotion firm that hosts sponsors and promotes various events and concerts. We have DJs and event planners who are able to plan, coordinate, and execute your event. Music and entertainment is our business. We love to make it your pleasure. Come on in, sit down, grab a Monster Energy drink, and we hope you enjoy the show. I can smell the fame. fame. Money, here I come. Straight to a pro from a ballpark. This is Tom Quiet here, and I would like to welcome you to the first ever radio podcast of The Ballpark Bums, which is a show that brings in professional baseball players and gives them the platform to share their stories of life on the road and their experiences in professional baseball. This is my uh, first shot at ever doing a podcast like this, but um, I've watched baseball ever since I could breathe. I've played baseball as a youngster all the way up until about high school, and then I just got a little out of shape for it. And then coming to college, I started interning for a baseball team, and it start, started really taking an interest in more of the stories behind the baseball players and what they go through to get here. So I felt the need for a podcast to give these players an outlet to talk about their everyday lives as baseball players and some of the stuff they go through. So I'm not sure how this is going to go over, but we're going to give it the old one-two try, I guess. Um, so I was thinking of some segments to do. Uh, today we're interviewing... Uh, Matt Fields, who is a uh, first baseman for a in the Frontier League team, Southern Illinois Miners. Um, for those of you who never heard of them, check them out. They're upstanding organization, uh, SouthernIllinoisMiners.com. Uh, if you want to check out their website, um, I got to sit down with Matt, and he's a real nice guy. Has some interesting stories to say, uh, and I think you guys will like him. But before we get there, uh, I wanted to try something out and highlight an epic moment in baseball, and this is what I came up with. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Palmero. A ground ball past Jenks up the middle of the infield. Uribe has it. He throws. Out! Out! A White Sox winner and a world championship! The White Sox have won the World Series, and they're mobbing each other on the field! For those of you that uh, don't know, that was the uh, final play of the 2005 World Series where the Chicago White Sox would go on and win the World Series. Um, The reason I picked that one is because in the interview with Matt, uh, we talked about how he got signed in 2005 and I mentioned, oh, that's when the Sox won the World Series and me being a Sox fan, I just thought it would be kind of cool to keep it in the same era. Um, To keep things moving on, I'd like to get some fan feedback and participation. So we're going to have a run of promotion where um, you guys tell me, email me at tomquiet at siu.edu. That's T-O-M-K-W-I-A-T at siu.edu. And all you have to do is t- 
tell me your favorite baseball history moment or your favorite moment in baseball history. And what that'll do is it'll enter you in a drawing every week and you'll win a Rawlings official Major League Baseball autographed by the player featured in that week's podcast. If you send me an email, you're entered in the drawing to win an autographed baseball from Matt Fields. Rawlings, the official supplier of Major League Baseball. And I think this will be a really cool, interesting experiment to see what you guys can come up with. So without further ado, I think it's time to bring in the meat and bones portion of this podcast. So if you guys are ready, plug in your tweaked audio earbuds and get ready for a pretty entertaining interview. And we will be back after this. This podcast is an official supporter of Attitude Designs. Custom, quality, fun. Screen printing since 2000. If you'd like more information on how to get your logo on a t-shirt or a sweater, please visit AttitudeDesigns.com. I'm sitting here with uh, Matt Fields, first baseman for the Miners. Say hello. How you guys doing? Um, so for people who don't know who you are, like, where did, how'd you get your start in baseball? Um, basically, I got my start when I was a little kid, but I didn't really take it seriously because I grew up playing basketball because my dad played professional basketball growing up, and he played in the NBA for a few years and then played overseas. So everyone literally thought I was going to be doing that. But uh, when I got to high school, it kind of everything kind of changed a little bit. You know what I mean? Like my my power came out of nowhere. I actually worked with. A, a hitting coach who was a scout for Tampa Bay mm-hmm. Devil Rays and uh, he literally promised me that if I worked with him and just put in hard work and everything like that that he would get me drafted mm-hmm. so next thing you know I literally I was like alright deal I'll do that and he said he'll work with me for free so I was like alright yeah literally did everything he told me to do worked hard and next thing you know, my senior year, I get drafted in the 44th round by Tampa. Yeah. So it was it was exciting, man. Like it was definitely worth it. Yeah. Who was your like a uh, baseball icon when you were growing up, or did you? Oh man, my baseball icon growing up had to be King Griffey Jr. Okay. He was definitely my favorite player by far, especially being from Seattle and just seeing how smooth and you know how effortless it was for him and how fun how much fun he had. Like mm-hmm. it, it was definitely something that a little kid needed to see. Now, you said your dad was into basketball. Yeah. Um, what was his reaction when you said, Dad, I want to play baseball? He was actually happy. He, he, he literally from day one told me he wants me to do what I love to do and not something I like to do. And at the time, I liked playing basketball, but I loved playing baseball. So with that, he was on my side the whole time. Uh, what was your, what's your first memory of baseball growing up? Like, what's your favorite? Oh, um, man. I think my favorite memory of baseball growing up it was just the simple fact that I was happy. You know what I mean? Like once I got between the lines and got on the field and just started playing and, and having fun and doing my thing, like it, it made you realize that you're playing a game and you're having fun. Especially now that I'm older, mm-hmm. I'm getting paid to play a game. You know what I mean? So I'm still a big kid. I never really go out of you know, oh, I'm an adult, blah, blah, blah. I get to actually be myself and just leave everything out there and have fun. Now, growing up, who did you try and model yourself after playing baseball? Man, there's a lot. I had uh, Derek Lee, Albert Pujols, Griffey, A-Rod, 
basically anybody who hit for power. Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> definitely who I was trying to emulate. It didn't matter who it was. Each year was something different. Who's your uh, favorite team growing up? Um, my favorite team growing up, I would have to say, would be the Mariners. Okay. And you said you were drafted right out of high school, so you never played college ball? or? Um, I actually was a draft and follow. So I got drafted out of high school, but mm-hmm. ended up not signing and ended up going to a year community college and then getting okay. picked up out of there. What was it like playing college ball? It was definitely it – was, it was good. You know what I mean? I think I needed it at the time mm-hmm. to actually – get that work ethic and and learn and just kind of be able to take things in and follow directions so i think that helped me better prepare myself for that next level that next step okay uh when you got drafted what was going through your head what was it like oh man like it it was surreal because i never in my life thought i would be a professional baseball player you know i mean like i had no clue what i was doing out of high school i knew i was going to go to college and play baseball and then try to walk on for basketball and try to, you know, just basically get my education and play all these different sports. But uh, the the whole, just the excitement, just because I had an opportunity that I never thought was possible was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, for people that don't know, what's the major league, or the baseball draft process like? It's, it's a long, pro- I think they changed it a little bit, but there's 50 rounds and, and basically, you know, they choose up to, I want to say, 2,000 guys and the whole thing. But most guys don't sign. Mm-hmm. Usually some guys, especially in the first 10 rounds, yeah. they'll hold out because they want more money. Yeah. And then then the later rounds, of course, it's the guys that who literally we just want to play and kind of get into it and kind of figure out everything on the fly. So it's a long process, though. Did you uh, play against anybody of stature right now when you were in the Man. affiliated? Yes. I played against Mike Stanton. Um... I've played with Josh Hamilton, Carl Crawford, B.J. Upton, Evan Longoria, like all those high names. I played against A-Rod, faced Mariano Rivera. I've basically everybody you see on TV I faced at some point. Did uh, they say anything to you, or like give you any words of wisdom, or did you pick up anything from them? Or um, I definitely they you know just to keep my head up and and take each day one stride at a time and just have fun and never. Let the game consume you. You know what I mean? Don't mm-hmm. let it ever take you under control and, and have it to where, oh, it's a business, it's my job, and not, you know, what it is exactly what it is. It's just a game that we play that we get paid for doing and we have fun. So you um, played affiliated ball. How did you go from playing affiliated ball to coming here and playing independent ball? Um, It's, you know, it, baseball in itself is a business. Okay. You know what I mean? Once you, you kind of get into the system, they give you a certain amount of chances. You know, they build you up, and you get to a certain level, and it's all about performance. So basically, if you don't perform to where they think you are or where you need to be, of course, they're going to go to the younger guy or the, the maybe the next step. So, um, yeah, it, for me, it was a learning process because I, I literally thought that I had nothing to worry about, and then I end up here, which isn't bad. I Actually, I love it here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's fun, like... Being here, I would have to say, is my best memory because mm-hmm. I have so much fun here. Like, there's no worries. I just go out and play, have nothing to worry about. All the guys are great. Like, everything's just it's perfect. And I can't really say that for affiliate ball because once you get there, it's the same atmosphere. But you have to literally always look over your shoulder because I have to perform or else I'm not going to be here. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's a weird situation. 
Okay. So basically, you prefer independent ball over affiliated ball, or is there... At this point, I think... I don't prefer it, but at the time being, it's it's a little bit more of a comfort zone. Because this is exactly how the big leagues would be. You know what I mean? Like, everything's laid back. You take care of what you need to take care of because you know what you need to work on and just things of that nature. So, I definitely... It's, it's pretty much even. All right. Um, you guys spend a lot of time on the road. What do you guys do to pass time on the road? I mean... Oh, man. We play a lot of video games, you know. <laughs> Hang out, talk, you know, we talk a lot of baseball. Also, we talk about, you know, family, what we want to do, just like school-wise. It's a lot of conversation about different things. If you weren't uh, playing baseball right now, what would you be doing? Um, I actually would love to, uh, you know, possibly teach. Like, I want to get my degree in early education, childhood education. Okay. So, I definitely think I would be trying to get my, my degree in that. Okay, that's very cool. Um, now, you've got, what, one or two more years left with the minors, because isn't it 27, age 27 or 28? Yeah. It does the age limit? I think I have two more, two considered, because I'm 26 right now. I turned 27 in July. Okay. So. Um, so, what's after the minors, since you're, like, you're going to try and go get your teaching degree, or are you going to try and catch on somewhere else? Um, I, I think, basically, because I'm still young, you know, especially for baseball standards, mm-hmm. I'm going to continue to play until I literally can't no more. You know what I mean? Because okay. you can only do this once. You, know, you only live once. School will always be there. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. right now, I'm just, I'm just going to go with the flow, and my body will let me know what happens. So, I'll just go with that. Okay. Um, let's see. Where would you be if uh, you didn't have like professional baseball? If you didn't, if you weren't in the farm system of Tampa Bay, where would you? Where do you see yourself if you never had that opportunity? Um, I, I definitely see myself getting my education and you know definitely working and being a teacher somewhere because I, I I love kids and I'm a big kid myself, so it's kind of easy for me to get along with them. So yeah, I don't know. I think I would definitely be doing that. Looking back on your uh, career career so far, is there an opportunity that you didn't take that you kind of wish you would have taken, or is do you have like no regrets about anything you've done so far? Um, as of right now, there, I guess it's a, a mixed feelings, mm-hmm. like because there's no regret for what I did, but at the same time, I think if I would have just stuck with the plan that they had set for me, Tampa, mm-hmm. I would probably be a lot further along. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I definitely believe that everything happens for a reason, so. Right now, I'm just I'm leaving it all to faith, and I'm just gonna have fun with it. Okay. Um, what's it like playing in a small town like this in Southern Illinois? Because I see how some of the kids look up to you guys, and yeah. it's really crazy. Like I saw last night at the game, there was a kid sitting behind me, and I can't remember who it was. Some guy came up to him, and the little kid almost peed his pants. I was like, <laughs> I'm just like, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy how people look up to you guys what do you think of that or um for me it's an amazing feeling man because it's for us to be able to have that kind of power Mm -hmm. over you know little kids or just other people it's it's cool because truthfully i'm just a normal person like you know Mm -hmm. like them or you or anybody so for me to have that type of basically i guess what what's the word i'm trying to use right now 
power. Not power, like but influence. influence. Yeah. There you go. It's it's a great feeling because it's like I definitely had role models when I was growing up. You know, like my dad and and baseball players like King Griffey Jr. stuff like that. And I remember how I felt about them and seeing them play. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's just an amazing feeling, man. Like I love it. Now, when uh, you said when you or we're gonna get drafted, you had the guy from Tampa say he would get you drafted if you followed his plan. Yeah. Before that, had you had any like official training, or was it just kind of like okay, I'm playing t-ball or little league? And I literally was a, a raw case, like it had no instruction, no anything, and I was in the cage and I was hitting. And he walked up to me and he was like, "You don't hit too many home runs, do you?" And I was like, "No, I don't. I actually pitch." Mm-hmm. And he's like, how many home runs did you hit this year? I was like, zero. He's like, you have some of the fastest hands I've ever seen, and you can't hit home runs. I was like, no. And he promised me. He literally said, I'll work with you for free. And he was like, as long as you work hard and listen to everything I have to say, I'll get you drafted. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those situations where it's like I took the, you know, took the test. And right place, right time. Exactly. That. Now, what's um? Do you have any like stories? From being on the road or any... Oh, man. Definitely have some stories. So, this is Josh Hamilton when he's coming back from uh, literally, you know, his whole situation. And he comes to us in short season ball. Okay. In uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Okay. The Renegades. Hudson Valley Renegades. And uh, it was a rain delay. And we're at home. And... Just like we have here at the field, like our, our batter's box, he sets up the tee mm-hmm. all the way in the back of like the circle. Okay. Sets it up, says, I'll hit the ball over the center field wall and two swings off this tee. We all look at him like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. First one he hits off the wall, he's like, this one, I'm going to get it. He swings, hits it, turns around, flips his bat, walks off. The ball goes literally 30, 30 feet over the wall. Yeah. That's... It's... It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And, and so coming from affiliated ball, playing here with the minors, have you made a lot more friends with the minors or you got? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like we're one, one we're a family. Yeah. Like that's the one thing that's a little bit different in affiliate ball. Everybody is looking out for themselves. Okay. And here it's more we just want to win. So it's not necessarily we're looking at the guy's name on the back of the jersey. We just want to win. But yeah. when you think like that, that's when your talents and whatever you're good at pops out. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a family based team. Now, do you or what would, you work for uh, Santana's hitting? Yeah. Yeah. What do you tell young ball players that want to be where you're at or try and move on into the affiliated ball? Literally, you know, just you have to you have to trust yourself. You have to literally, day in, day out, go in with the intention that no one can get you out. I'm going to learn as much as I can, and no matter what, I'm going to keep my head up. Because this game will literally eat you alive. Mm-hmm. So you have to be positive all the time. And that's why the uh, smaller <clears throat> communities are better, because you have the family, and you're not look, or you're looking out for one another and not just yourself. Exactly. And that, that's why I definitely love small towns, because it's... The, the whole atmosphere, everything about the town, the field, the player, everything, we do it. We're all a family. What do you do to get yourself ready for a game? Like, everybody's got their pregame rituals. What's your... Um, I literally, I just sit in my locker. You know, I'll, I'll joke around with the guys for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then 
20 minutes before the game, I'll sit down in my locker, put my headphones on, and just kind of listen to my music and just relax and, you know, work on my breathing a little bit and then just visualize, visualizing the tech. Because I know uh, last year you and Coughlin were known for dancing to get on the big screen. Oh, yeah. Are you guys bringing that back this year? Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely. I'm, I'm still waiting for the opportunity yesterday, you know, kind of slipping on that one. But yeah, as it happens. It happens. I think I was more excited and nervous at the fact that oh man i'm the hit man so i gotta focus yeah and kind of you came through though you hit oh, that long ball out to left was it yeah i definitely that felt good felt definitely felt good so um, mike pinnow's the manager right now has he taught you anything or um basically he's he has taught me a lot he's he you know i didn't really have a plan hitting wise mm-hmm. and him and ralph kind of sat me down and especially after last year, after, you know, coming back and doing so well, mm-hmm. they both told me, literally, you need to start sitting on off speed because you're not going to see a fastball. No. You know what I mean? And yeah. for me, I'm hunting fastball. So I literally, I go up there every time thinking fastball when I know a slider's coming. So yeah. when you do that, in the back of your mind, you're fighting yourself. You can't really, you know, yeah. see the ball or pick a spin. So, you know, like the cause of strikeouts which I did in my first at bat because I was literally overthinking everything. Yeah. So he told me to just make it simple. Sit on one pitch, and until they show you something else, don't swing anything. Yeah. And then that second at bat, that's exactly what I did. Took two fastballs, throw me a slider. Yeah. Uh, Pino, he's a motivational speaker yeah. in the off season. Does he do anything to, like, motivate you guys before, like, last year? Uh, was it? During the wild for the wild card scene, yeah. did he do anything to like fire you guys up or? Um, he he did, but he did it in more of a silent matter. You know what I mean? Like he he wanted us to take full responsibility of what was going on. Okay, and he made it a point to show us that, and that's you know me and Koff kind of figured it out. And we kind of stepped up, and then from there it was it was a wrap. Did you have you played against any of the guys on the team that were also an affiliated ball? Um, I actually played against Koff. Yeah. That's how me and him were so close because okay. the first time I've ever met him. Okay, I'm going to tell you this story. Okay. Hilarious. So, <clears throat> it was in AA. It was my first game in AA. He's been there a year or so. Yeah. And uh, I come to the plate and I usually read the lineup card and see who's, you know, playing. Yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, Koff's behind the dish. I don't know him, but I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. So, I walk up, you know, the whole thing. Hey, what's up, How you doing? Good. Nice to meet you. Hey, what's up, Koff? He looks up at me, and he's like, get in, the, get in the box, meat. Just, like, straight, just mean face. So I look at him, I'm like, what? And I kind of, like, laugh at him. I'm like, okay, whatever. I ended up hitting the, the 500-foot bomb off one of his pitchers. Yeah. I come around the bases, step on home plate, and I just, I like, look at him, smile, laugh, and I'm like, thanks. And he was like, I hate you. And then from that point on, it was, like, friendship. Every time we see each other, yeah. we talk. Like, hey, what's up, Kyle? How are you doing? How many home runs did you hit this game? And we would literally battle for home runs during mm-hmm. the series. So it, it was it was cool. Like, it was definitely a good feeling seeing them when I came here. So. Yeah. Now, AA was the highest you wanted. Did you play any AAA? Or? Uh, just AA. Just AA? I played some, some big league spring training games, but that doesn't really count. But no. AA is definitely my highest level. What was it, have, or if you could play in any park, what would your park of choice? Like, any major league park? Major league park? Yeah. Oh, man. I would have to say there's so many to choose from. I would literally have to say Dodger Stadium. Okay. Just because, you know, it has a lot of uh, history. And 
I played there one time when I was a kid, and it was just, it was huge. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. And you're from uh, Seattle, Washington, correct? Yes. What was, what's the baseball scene like in Seattle? Uh, I mean, you obviously got the Mariners there, but like, Little League-wise and... Little League-wise, it's, it's hard for us, truthfully, because of our weather situation, mm-hmm. but we definitely have a lot of uh, a lot of kids and a lot of good young guys that are under the radar. They don't get enough attention, yeah. I think, just because of our weather and people don't like coming to the Northwest because mm-hmm. it rains all the time. Yeah. But we're definitely making a, a huge step forward in that situation because we're making everything turf now. So okay. it's just like this, actually. Yeah. Now, do you stay down here in the offseason or do you go back up and – I guess it would be west, northwest. Yeah, I actually go back back home. You know, I, I love my family. I miss them a lot during the, during the season. So, any chance I can get, I go home and just hang out, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and meet up with everybody and catch up. But I think this year I might actually stick around here for a little bit and maybe go to Florida, maybe go to Colorado, mm-hmm. and then go home, visit some friends before I go home. Yeah. And what do you do in the off season as far as, like, where, do you play winter ball anywhere? Um, I actually don't, but I'm definitely going to try this year okay. for the first time in my career, which I probably should have been doing my whole career. Yeah. But this year I'm thinking about possibly playing winter ball. And uh, when I get home, I usually I just work out and train for baseball. Okay. And then I actually have a job at a community center Okay. at a late night on the weekends, like helping kids and playing basketball and keeping score and kind of just mingling with them. Thirteen to nineteen, keeping them out of trouble. So. Yeah, that's always good. Yeah. Do you have any uh, more stories you'd like to say about being on the road with some of these guys? Or oh man, Do I know I, there's. I have to keep some of them yeah. under wraps because it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's way too interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, now nah, we we for the most part we have a lot of fun, but we have I want to say controlled fun. Like we don't go crazy. Yeah. But um, we just have a good time. We enjoy being around each other so you know we'll go out have a few drinks and talk about life mm-hmm. so it's a good time uh, if you could uh you have anything else you'd like to say it's um basically to you know anybody who's trying to pursue this game literally you have to have fun like don't take it too seriously because that's when you kill any chances of you possibly making it to where you need to be you know what i mean and mm-hmm. don't give up too soon because you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And I almost did that. And I, I don't think... I'm, I'm so happy that I'm, I came back to yeah. play. Because I would be a totally different person if I didn't. What was the, what's the proudest moment of your career so far? Oh, man. The proudest moment of my career so far is basically just even having the career to begin with. The proudest, Probably my draft day when I got drafted. Because it was something that was unexpected and I didn't really know even what to do like I was so confused about the whole situation Mm -hmm. but um yeah it was definitely getting drafted what was your uh, first pro game like what was going through your head and like what do you remember what you did during your like your first my first pro game I do remember because it took maybe three or four games before I actually got to play because they already had a a starting first baseman and um he went he got hurt and then they put me in there and uh my first pro game I want to say, I think I went maybe one for four or two for four. I can't remember. And I actually hit a home run. So it was just like, mm-hmm. okay. And then from there, it was, I started playing every day. Mm-hmm. And then 
from that point on, I, I became an everyday player. So it was it was a great experience. Just for the uh, people at home, like when did what years are we talking? Like you got drafted by Tampa. I got drafted in '04. Okay. But I didn't sign until the next year, so 05. And I played from 05 until 10. So you signed the year the Sox won the World Series. Yep. It's it's a good omen right there. Yep. That was definitely a crazy (laughs) year. Yeah. Uh, And you you said what was your favorite team again? Uh, Baseball team? Oh, the Mariners. Mariners? Yeah. Not anymore, though. But back when they had all the key ingredients, like Randy Johnson, Jay Buhner, Joey Cora. Mm -hmm. King Griffey Jr., Edgar Martinez, Tino Martinez, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just all the the homegrown guys. Have you seen any, like, baseball history-making events live? Like, I was actually at the game where the Mariners beat the Yankees to move on to the okay. – in the kingdom. Yeah. That last game, and they won when Griffey scored from first. Okay. And it, that was probably one of the best. Like, it was so loud in there. It was ridiculous. Like, it was – that – I think lean me more towards baseball just because of the whole excitement of one play. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How loud the, the crowd could get. Well, that was kind of my next question. Why baseball over basketball? And the fact that your dad kind of was supportive of your baseball career. It's a, it's just a different energy. You know what I mean? Like baseball, I can't explain it. It's, it's you fall into things, you know what I mean? Like basketball, I was, I didn't, I wasn't forced to do it, mm-hmm. but I was just naturally good because my dad was there and he taught me basically everything he knew. But um, it was a different feeling stepping on the field and kind of doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly why I went with baseball. So. And you said your dad was supportive of, what about your mom? Is she? My mom is my, my number one fan. Okay. She, that's my best friend. She's my rock. She literally, is why I'm the person I am today. Okay. Uh, so, she play any sports or she, she played volleyball and basketball growing up. Okay. So, she's she's always been there for me no matter what, and uh, like I, I greatly appreciate it. She's the best mom anybody can ask for. Any uh, brothers and sisters or? I actually just found out that I had a little sister. Okay. Yeah, but she's in Amsterdam. So. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little bit out there. A little bit, yeah. but, you know, it's... I've always wanted a sibling, and uh, no matter what, she's my blood, and I love her, so... Have you gotten a chance to talk to her, or...? I haven't actually got a chance to meet her. I'm supposed to meet her this year. Okay. So, I'm I'm very excited about that. When did you find out about this, and... Um, I want to say my second season in, in Pro Bowl. Okay. So, like, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to meeting her, though. Okay. Uh, anybody back in Washington, like a girlfriend, something? Um, no, actually, I'm single, so everything that makes life a whole lot easier. Yeah, especially well. being in Southern Illinois. And, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I just go with it. That's definitely not my main focus. So I'm here for ball. So gotcha. And um, anything else you'd like to say? I mean, that's we're getting close. I had it mapped out for about a half hour and like 26 minutes. Oh, um, man, I'm trying to think, uh, I don't really have nothing unless you, you know, you have something you want to know. Um, I was just talking about baseball, life on the road, stuff like that. Okay, well, well, definitely, well, in my, my experience in Pro Bowl, like, I've got to meet a lot of, like, household names, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's, like, Carlos Pena, 
he actually during spring training was with me and sat down with me and kind of talked to me about what he does Mm -hmm. basically defensively to help him get where he needs to be and he uses a little baby glove okay and he was like yeah you need to go invest in one of these because these help you know help hand eye for you to you know be able to nice and gentle because he he saw my hands when i first started and he was like feels man we're gonna have to help you out you got some stone hands over here And I was like, well, they're not, the, they're not that bad. He was like, no, they're that bad. So uh, when a pro guy talks to you about that and he's literally trying to help you, like for me, I've always been the guy to be receptive. Like I literally sit there and I'll listen mm-hmm. and I, I want to learn all the time. So if anybody wants to talk to me and, and teach me something or you know help me to get better, I will literally sit there and ask them questions for hours until they say dude I gotta go to yeah bed. until they like literally tell me to shut up or yeah just get up and walk away so that that for anybody who's out there listening like that's always a good thing always be willing to listen and learn because you never know what you'll get out of that you know what I mean and it might just click and all of a sudden you're exactly where you want to be mm-hmm. so and uh, when did you uh, do spring or when did you get the invite to spring training like what year um I'm trying to think. Oh, oh six. Oh six. And then, I went oh six to spring training. And I went to extended spring. Okay. So I was there. I would. I did that twice, and that was probably the longest. Yeah. Spring training, whatever, of my life. It That's was, out in Arizona. Or is that down in Florida? Florida. So That's it still, was a hundred and ninety yes. degrees outside. I've been to a few Florida spring training games, and it's horrible. Yes, it's very bad. It is miserable. And then. Uh, what was what's the difference on the road between affiliated and independent ball? Like traveling, are they more serious in affiliated ball, or is it? Um, it, everything's a little bit more serious in affiliated ball. Okay, you know what I mean. Like they, you have to be clean shaven. You have to wear jeans, collar shirt. You, yeah, it's just you have to be done up right. Okay. And here it's a little bit more laid back. You know what I mean, but. Of course, you still want to look presentable, so yeah. you're not going to go crazy and have like holy jeans. And yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. Like a tank top with something, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's 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 definitely a little different. Okay. Um. Anything else you'd like to say? Just hi to anybody or? Oh yeah. Let me uh let me send a shout out to my family back in Seattle. I love you guys and I miss you guys. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, my friends, you know, be careful because I don't know what you guys are doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and. Man, so to anybody out there who's listening, I just want to say thank you for letting me sit down here and, and kind of talk to you guys and share myself and my experiences with you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, and if people want to get a hold of you, are you on Twitter? You're on Facebook. Oh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm on Instagram. Don't make yeah. that picture. Yeah, I don't you know gotta, how to use it. Yeah. But definitely, if you guys ever want to talk to me on Facebook, go ahead. Feel free. I'm always open. I'm not the guy to, you know be mean about anything so speaking of facebook i remember the first time you and i met remember uh beginning of last year when i told you about your when you changed your walk-up song yeah you know how much heat i got for that how much jeff kelsey jeff and kelsey let, didn't let me live it down for like a month are you serious yeah there's like i'm like what it's he's a ball player but i can't tell him how i feel like i mean the walk-up song sucked and that's the thing, though, and I appreciate that because yeah. then I went right back to the one I had in the first place, yeah. and I truly think that was a better fit anyway. Yeah. So I appreciate you telling me that because, yeah. like I said, I'm very receptive. I will listen 
Yeah. And I did, and I'm happy I did. Yep. I mean, you had a good season last year. You're starting this season off good, and we'll see. Yep. What, what, have, what do you have planned for the – or where do you see the Miners going this year? Do you like the team you're with right now? Or yes. I, I love what we have going right now. Like, literally, the team chemistry is amazing. We have pitching. We have defense. We have speed, power. We have a very – very balanced team Mm -hmm. and I think this team can if we all stay healthy and we stay focused we can go we can take it all the way but of course the team's not going to look the same at the end of the year because trades and yeah because I remember last year there was like 40 some odd transactions or something it was ridiculous yeah Yeah, it that's how baseball is sometimes you know but at the same time you can't really think about that you just got to keep playing Mm -hmm. so as long as we can do that I'm sure we'll be fine. Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to say, or we can just kind of wrap it up? And um, I'm, I'm good. Okay. Well, that's it. This is Matt Fields, first baseman for the Southern Illinois Miners, and I'll see you guys later. Have a great day, you guys. That was uh, Southern Illinois' first baseman, Matt Fields. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, the conversation I had with him. I had a lot of fun talking to him. It's been a while since I got a chance to actually sit down and talk to Matt. Um, I really hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Um, I'd really like to make this a weekly podcast and put something out every week. Uh, I think this is an opportunity for professional professional baseball players to air out their grievances, tell their stories. I know a lot of people have a story. They just need that podium to put it on. And I'd really like that to be this episode. So we're going to take a little break here. And we're going to come back with some current events in baseball, and we'll wrap it up from there. This week's Song of the Week is brought by Flan Man Music, with uh, something called the Baseball Song. Mickey and 
gonna say, hey kid, give it all I suppose. In Pittsburgh there's Clemente, cheated by the year. If he were alive today, his That was the baseball song by Flan Man Music. Man, that was actually pretty good. I wasn't too sure what to expect when I downloaded the song, but I was pleasantly surprised. And we'll be back with current MLB news after a few messages from our sponsors. In the clutch moments, thank you for calling the minors. Every team needs a captain, a leader. Every team. 
It's a hero. You just got minus tickets for the whole office. What are you going to do next? We're going to Redmond Park. Columbus Chamber. Get your picnic and group tickets now by calling 998-8499 or visit southernillinoisminers.com. Dig the excitement. In the latest news in Major League Baseball, the Chicago White Sox have finalized the deal for infielder Orlando Hudson to a one-year deal. Lance Berkman has been diagnosed with a torn meniscus. For upcoming games this week, you can check out MLB.com and find out when your favorite team is playing and who they are playing. That is all for this week's episode, folks. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I really hope we can keep this going and... Uh, See you guys next week with another great interview.